We'll come back to your calls on this in just a moment, I promise. But I do want to get the latest on this terrible shooting in Texas. Uh, Simon Marks broke the story on LBC's, on, on our programme last night on LBC. So let's get the latest from him now. He joins us live from Washington. Simon, very good evening. Um, I've heard a lot of hand-wringing today from some American politicians. The, the usual sort of thing that we get when these shootings happen, which they seem to do increasingly regularly, are they ever going to take action? Well, I think that that's an enormous question, Ian, and I think that the answer at the moment is clearly no. Nothing about this particular shooting at the Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas, has changed the equation on Capitol Hill. Remember that it's a 50-50 Senate, evenly split between Republicans and Democrats, and the Republicans four-square oppose uh, efforts to tighten gun control laws in the United States. We've heard within the last few moments from President Biden at the White House, uh, who has confirmed that for the uh, second consecutive uh, mass shooting, uh, he will be boarding Air Force One and visiting the scene very soon. Jill and I will be traveling to Texas in the coming days to meet with the families and let them know we have a sense, just a sense of their pain, and hopefully bring some little comfort to the community in shock, in grief, and in trauma. As a nation, I think we all must be there for them, everyone. And uh, we must ask, when in God's name will we do what needs to be done to, if not completely stop, fundamentally change the amount of the carnage that goes on in this country? But there's absolutely no indication that the country is going to do what needs to be done. Uh, And uh, one of the men preventing that from happening is none other than Governor Greg Abbott of Texas. He, by the way, will be attending on Friday the National Rifle Association's annual convention, which by a quirk of fate will be taking place uh, in the Texas city of Houston. Earlier today, uh, he announced the latest details of the investigation into that awful shooting in Uvalde that left 19 small children, most of them uh, the age of 10, uh, some as young as the age of 8, and two of their teachers dead. He said there had been no warning that the attack was going to occur, but that the gunman had been acting in a premeditated fashion. As of this time, the only information that was known in advance was posted by the gunman on Facebook approximately 30 minutes before reaching the school. The first post was to the point of, he said, I'm going to shoot my grandmother. The second post was, I shot my grandmother. The third post, maybe less than 15 minutes before arriving at the school was, I'm going to shoot an elementary school. And indeed he walked into that elementary school with a military grade AR-15 assault rifle strapped to his chest. There was drama at that news conference in Uvalde today. Excuse me. <laughs> sit down. You're out of, you're out of line and an embarrassment. Hey. Sit down. Sir, sir. Sir, you're out of line. Sir, you're out of line. Sir, you're out of line. 
please leave this auditorium. And that protester did leave the auditorium. His name is Beto O'Rourke. He's one of the most nationally known Democrat figures in the country. He is challenging Governor Greg Abbott for the keys to the governor's mansion in this November's gubernatorial election. And once he left the auditorium, he explained to reporters why he was there. Why are we letting this happen in this country? Why is this happening in this state? Year after year, city after city, this is on all of us if we do not do something, and I am going to do something, and I'm not alone. The people of Texas are with us. The majority of the people of Texas are with us, but we've got to stand up to this. Beto O'Rourke making it clear that gun rights and gun control will now be a central part of the political debate, at least in Texas, all the way until November. But up on Capitol Hill, Democrats are coming under pressure from their supporters to force a vote on meaningful gun control. Uh, they are hesitant to do so because they know that it would be doomed to fail and they say they want to give behind-the-scenes negotiations a little bit more of a chance to see whether uh, they can indeed coalesce around some uh, support for background checks. But in terms of impactful, meaningful change here, it is tragically just not on the agenda. Simon, thank you. That's Simon Marks, LBC's Washington correspondent.